By the way, right. before we start, what are we talking about? Yeah, I, I don't know where we want me to go with that, Dan. If you want to be more specific, it's obviously frustrating. We felt we were better team. All right, should we officially start the show, or should I just try and piece some shit together? Boston Bee Party. Boston Bee Party. Boston Bee Party. Just thinking about it, I just wanted to, you know, it's spoke beef, you turn it sideways, it looks like it was. But anyway, it's like, I just can't, I can't stand this team and this franchise right now. Mr. Ventola, how do you plead? I've been pleading for four years. Can you someone please fire this yeah, okay, please, please fire this dude. I'm going on here now. That, that, that's all he, this is about. <laughs> the real criminal is John Sweeney. Where is he? I think uh, Sweeney made a major mistake so far with the goaltending. So, yeah, not looking great. I'm like, you're picking for a pool of all these stud players. How can you fuck that up? Boston Bee Party. I'm David Rodriguez, joined tonight with by Tyler Scales and Justin Ventola. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Doing good. Dave, what's going on? How are you? I'm pretty good. Good to see you, gentlemen. It's been a couple weeks since we last talked. Um, I forget if we recorded on the Tuesday or the Wednesday, so if we'll go with the we recorded on the Wednesday. Boston was uh, well, the Tuesday, excuse me. Boston went five and one uh, in the six games since we've last talked. They, we've had the tra- trade deadline come and go. Uh, Boston, of course, uh, traded for Hampus Lindholm and even signed him to an eight-year extension. And they got rid of a couple of um, Tyler's favorite players and John Moore and Zach Zanishin. And, you know, they really didn't do much. Kind of uh, underwhelming. They did sign Jake DeBrust for two years. Uh, so they had a uh, they had an interesting trade deadline weekend. Um and we'll get all into that. Jimmy is not going to join us tonight because I think he's he's afraid he has to apologize for something. So we'll we'll figure that out and get to him. But let's just get right at this. Tyler, what are your thoughts on the Bruins trade deadline? I thought it was really good. We had to get rid of some of those players at NRD. And we got someone that has really helped us out with Lindholm. Um and we've seen how much of improvement we've seen for the team in these current last couple of games. We beat Tampa. We beat other teams. We've just been doing very well. The record shows that we've been doing much better. We have 87 points. We're for sure going to be making the playoffs now. I'm just very impressed with just constant wins. Just, just a good, uh, just a good like little row we've had these past couple of games. It's very, it's very good to see. Sorry, that's me. <laughs> that's that's my porn police guy. Sorry about that. Uh, what did what did you think, Tyler, of the the um, the trade package that went over to Anaheim? Eurovac nine and John Moore, and then you also sent over a first in twenty twenty two, a second in twenty twenty three, and a second in twenty twenty four, for a guy who wasn't even signed that's- beyond this year. That's a pretty big deal, but if you got to get rid of some of these um, this D that we just kind of have at the same height, same weight level, we need a big D. And if I, we have to make those sacrifices to make it that big D who knows how to really play and gets into those dirty areas and steps up for our teammates, then, yeah, I'm happy that we needed a guy like that. And McAvoy for sure needed it too. So he can't be the only one throwing his weight around. It's, no one else on D is doing it. Well, Grizzly does it. The thing is, it's like throwing around yeah. a bag of potato chips see compared gets, to some of these yeah. other guys. Or you um, see him get toppled by uh, Corey, uh, yeah, Corey Perry against the Lightning. Yeah. No shot. No shot. What are you going to do against him? No. There was some shady shit by the refs in that game. I maybe we'll talk about We'll get to that later, but I don't know. Boston also received Cody Curran from NHL. I don't believe he's ever played in the NHL. Uh, and then they also acquired Josh Brown from Ottawa, who, before we go any further, rest in peace to Ottawa's owner, who passed away suddenly today. Uh, he was, uh-huh. I believe, only 62 years old. Jeez. So that's uh, just kind of odd. Uh, well, unfortunate, I should say, not odd. Nice choice of words, Dave, you jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and that's where they sent uh, where the Bruins sent Zach Sinishin, and they what what was it? They were gonna get Josh Brown and a seventh round conditional seventh round pick in 2022, and Ottawa received Zach Sinishin and a 2022 fifth round pick. Um, Anaheim also retained half of Lindholm's salary for this year. And, of course, Don Sweeney actually did sign him. Eight years, $6.5 million. Um, Justin, what did you think of the trade, and then what did you think of the, the signing coming along with it? So, I mean, I honestly, Dave, so I was – so I, I, was, I was a pro and con of the trade deadline. I mean, the trade – it was good in the sense that, like, you gave up Yerovakadayan. They took John Moore, um, and they probably took that. And you probably had to give up that other second round pick, I think it was, to probably dump him. Um, so you did that. You get you gave Sunishin to you know Ottawa. Good luck, dude. Um, so that was kind of nice. And John Brown, he's totally a depth defenseman. So um, and quite honestly, um, Hampus Lindholm, he's. Uh, He's kind of what Charlie McAvoy needed on that first pair, right? Um, he's big. He's huge. He's not necessarily physical, but because he's big and he's like large, he doesn't he doesn't shy away from hits. He um, and he uses his body really well um, to get under uh, you know other players, and he can skate really well. And he's got a great great first pass when he transitions out of the neutral zone. I mean, my God. So I mean, he's awesome, and they signed him to it. Like you know, a good contract that you say like that's what that's like 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 what toy crew money essentially, and that's why I didn't want to give that to crew because I'm like that's Krug's not that right. He's never gonna be that. Right. Um. So it was it was good, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, now you don't have another first round pick. I don't even think they picked to the fourth round next year. I mean, this year. So I think you're right on that. Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of concerning, especially where. Bergeron is most likely going to retire, and you're disguising it right now, but you don't have a center. So that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, I think it was around like 11, 11.30 when Jimmy texted us that the Bruins had signed DeBrusque two years, $4 million a year. Um, and my immediate thought was, oh, sign him to trade him, make it easier, because I had heard that teams were – leery of his I think it was 4.4 million dollar um offer what would what's the uh what's the next step when he's a RFA they got a, a qualifying offer excuse me yeah it was supposed to be 4.4 so they signed him for less than that which is still too much money but that's besides the point I guess so I, I thought the trade deadline was good because of the Lindholm's um trade and then sign if they didn't sign him it would be garbage in my opinion because you just gave up a haul for a rental but um but that was a big thing then it was very underwhelming you needed you need another center and i I, you know i've I've read a couple things and there seems to be thoughts that they're going to be trying to bring lysel here this year um i think beecher coming out of they're looking to get him out of college looking around at some of the NCAA t- Frozen Four tournament to see what's going on, get some UFAs there. And I, I don't know, if that's Sweeney's moves, then that sucks because you, and I realize that Claude Giroux said, no, he didn't want to come here, but you could have gone out and gotten someone else. There's plenty of movement in the market. Um, what did the what did Anaheim get for Rascal? You know, I was just about to ask you that, Jesus. Because I mean, I you've done remember. enough business with them over the last couple of years. You couldn't have worked something else out instead of that. Well, so that was that was my hope, right? Is because they needed they needed some some sort of forward help if they were planning on making a run, which I don't think they should. But uh, oh my God, Jesus! How would I search for no players? <sighs> he went to the Penguins, right, Raquel? City. How, spell it? How do you spell his name? R A S K E L L, I think. Raskel. I think I'm. Was... Uh, 
Maybe one L. Ah, uh, here we go. Okay, got it. Sorry, I didn't mean to put the show on complete stop on this one, everybody. <laughs> right, totally. I, was, I wasn't prepared for that on that question coming out of my mouth either. So I, I also was not. Ooh. Tyler, are you still there? Okay, we lost Tyler. It's gonna be one of those shows. Tyler's gonna be in and out of it. That's all right. Oh, we'll keep, I can't we'll find keep it. Keep trucking on. He sometimes has the internet issues. Oh, no worries. Uh, all right. So. Anaheim. Keep talking. Find yell at me about something stupid. What were you gonna? Let, let's 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 hear what you had to say to Jimmy, because Jimmy's not here. <laughs> oh oh oh! I was gonna, I was gonna say he like he likes his uh, defenseman like he likes his sausages. Moist and soft. <laughs> uh, right? Because, yo, he was like, he, I don't know, he was all, all, all about Brandon Carlo. Soft defense, man. Oh, and like, God. I, oh, gosh, he's just. Let's see. And we, Josh Manson, they moved. Okay, let's see. Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins landed Winger Ricard Raquel from the Anaheim behind Ducks in exchange for forwards Zach Aston Reese and Dominic Simon. Dominic Simon. Prospect goaltender Callie Klang and a 2022 second round draft pick. Okay, so. So a, a throw in nobody. <laughs> and then so, Austin Reese, was, Reese, which is, he's what? That's. A solid fourth liner, maybe a, th- a good third liner. So it kind of looks like two third liners, essentially. Okay, two third liners. Yeah, you know, I mean, kind of like, yeah, two, like, for the most part, I mean, they, like, one has three goals, two assists, the other one has two goals, eight assists, okay. or something like that. So it's yeah. not, they're not like, so. It's not much. 27. Yeah, that's not. So I don't know if these guys are, these guys are probably just like regular old. They're both 27 years old. So, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess it's kind of like, eh. Yeah. But, you know, you don't have the second-round pick, right, because that's gone. So. You don't have your next two second-round picks. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the uh, their options were limited because they didn't have any of those picks anymore, right? So. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Lindholm was the move I'm back. you needed to make. Whoa. Hey. Hot mic. <laughs> You got a volume on that, Sorry about that. bitch? <laughs> Can you turn that down at all, Tyler? What's up? Can you turn that down at all? You're coming in real hot. Not bad. One sec. Has it, has it been like that? Is it just my headphones? I know my headphones can be wonky sometimes. Was it loud for Justin? No, no, it's like, it, I guess it's coming a little sharply, I suppose. Oh, one second. Thanks, bud. Sorry. We want to hear That's you, fine. but... I don't need you yelling at me. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I really go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, 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 it's all good. I just yeah. thought you lost your internet for a few moments. No, that's fine. All right, so we were really just kind of looking up what Anaheim got for uh, Radic Raskel at the trade deadline because I was just saying to, I don't know if you, what you heard, but I was just saying to Justin over here that I thought the Bruins trade line was... Deadline was okay, not great. Uh, I was looking for more, especially once they did sign Jake DeBrusque to that extension. I was figuring, all right, now he's out of here because you can trade him and get something back in return, maybe get your second-round draft pick back. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I would have taken that at that point, I suppose. Um, Justin, who who did you think had the best trade deadline? Ooh, honestly, Dave... I don't know. I have to. I would have to think about that. Um, and plus, you have in fill me in, and you're gonna have to probably fill me in on some of the, and remind me of some of the trades that did happen. Well, I I would have to say that Anaheim, as far as rebuilding, had one of the best trade deadlines. Yeah, they did. They, they got moved, a lot of good things out Manson. of it. Yeah. Oh, Mason. Excuse me, not Manson. 
uh, Raskel, uh, the Lindholm. They got, hold on, I had it right here too. They got a crap load of picks. They got, uh, let's see, Chris Johnson, at reporter Chris on Twitter. Tra in trading, Josh Manson, Hampus Lindholm, and Nikolai Deloshes. Did I say that wrong? Probably. They got a first round in 2022, two seconds in 2023, a, th yeah. a third in 2023, a 20 in 2024, a second. They got Helson, Drew Helson, Euro Vakaninen, and John Moore. And that was before they even moved uh, Ra Raquel. I keep calling him Rascal. Sorry. No, that's definitely so. So yeah, they definitely got a haul. I definitely I agree with that. Anaheim made up really nicely. Quite frankly, I kind of wish I was the Bruins at this point. Yeah, as far as teams in contention, I thought that Florida made out pretty well with Giroux and Sherratt. They also had uh, I think a 27 year old defenseman named Robert Hag. I don't know too much about him. I know he was in Buffalo this past year. Wait, wait, what? what? What was that, Dave? I, uh, I got Florida. I thought they, as far as teams in contention, I thought they had the, one of the better ones with Claude, Landon Claude Giroux, Ben Sherratt, and then twenty-seven-year-old uh, defenseman Robert Hag. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that was um. And that like was a, good. And they moved out Frank Vetrano, so I don't know if you consider that a win or not, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe I consider that the wise ass win. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Tyler, any thoughts on who had the better better trade deadline? I'll have to agree with Justin that um, for sure Anaheim had the best trade. They got a lot of like promising talent. They had Earl back in nine in there, who was one of their promising D. I think Anaheim could definitely help him out with uh, what he has problems with, since well, the Bruins can't really do it with their small D on the team. But Anaheim has a it's a good defensive core, and they've gotten a little better with it for uh, Vakaninen. Definitely not John Moore. He'll definitely be good for that AHL team. <laughs> and with their, and with their uh, draft picks, they're definitely going to be a really good team, young, talented team. Uh, Tyler, how much do you hate John Moore? <laughs> he is so bad. On a scale of one I'm to so Samuelson, how much do you we'll hate not John Moore? On a scale of 1 to 10, definitely a 6. I'm not much of a hating guy. I don't know. You got you got some serious shade for him. <laughs> All right, so that question backfired on me. Sorry, Justin. I, I should send over questions to you before the show. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Ozzy, Ozzy, Dave, yeah, you want to do that? Because, like, I feel really bad. Because, like, I'm no. just like, oh, my gosh. I keep uh, – because I'm like, I'm so not prepared here, and I feel so bad. No, nah, man, it's, uh, all, it's all good. Half the time I'm making them up as I go anyway. Like, well, <laughs> I, I Thank you, but still, at any time. <laughs> it's about time I put out an opinion as opposed to just talking some shit and throwing out a question to you guys anyway. So uh, I, I, got, I got my one opinion for this show out there. It's time to move on and make you guys bullshit your way through the rest of it. How's that? Done deal. <laughs> I'll take you up on that. Although... Um, Oh, after you. No, no, no. I was just going to say, like, so So I found um, a great, great section on uh, NHL. Uh, it, it, I'm going through it really fast, but um, it seems that, I don't know, there was, a, a, honestly, it was, it's interesting. A lot of teams in the uh, East made, uh, made trade, big trades. Like the New York uh, Rangers got Andrew Kopp, who the Bruins were actually linked to. Um, and uh, Tyler Mott, I think, and defenseman and defenseman Justin Braun, without giving up a play on their active roster. So that's pretty good for the New York Rangers. So they just added some nice, good depth pieces to their like young core. So watch out for them. They're gonna be uh, kind of like hidden They're gonna gems be tough. Here. Yep, for sure. Still young, but a couple of years maybe they're looking like uh, Carolina's been looking this year. Oh yeah, Carolina's like loaded. That actually, that's actually one team. I must be honest. I don't know if they really did much. Yeah, I'm looking for them. And right that's now one thing I was surprised at. Uh, Would you think of Mark Andre 
Flurry moving to Minnesota. Uh, I mean, interesting deal for Minnesota. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if that really benefits them all that much, right? Like, that would that was just. And clearly, I feel like if he's not being held on to, he's clearly not. I don't know what the stats are for the season, but it sounds like he's maybe not that. He's kind of dipping a little bit, so I don't know if Minnesota's just taking a chance with him or whatever, but I also think Minnesota needs more than a goaltender. Tyler? They, they've always been stuck in the middle. Um, what, did you think of, what, do you, what do you think of uh, Marc-Andre Fleury moving to Minnesota at the deadline? Oh, that's ridiculous. That's actually pretty insane. Um, <laughs> I heard that he, he would never move. I heard he would never move to Washington. That was just, he just said that would be so weird for him, which is hilarious when he said that. But uh, to where Washington? Yeah, he, he, he could, yeah, I think that's what he said. Oh, I never heard that. That's that's kind of funny. I heard it in an interview when he said that, but yeah. Um, <laughs> The Wild are doing really good in the wild card. Definitely better than uh, when Chicago's doing. So, actually, yeah, they're second in the central division. is at least supposed to make playoffs this year, right? Oh, they, they definitely are. Like, the team that's behind them, the Vegas Knights. Well, actually, it could be pretty close how the Western Conference is going. Like, comparing it to the Eastern Conference, like, our wild card, it's it's already decided who's making the playoffs. The Boston Bruins will definitely be making it. The only team behind us is 69 points. But as for like the Western Division, like the last wild card team, they're, like, they're very close. It, it can be very unpredictable. Like They have to start winning games. Minnesota's actually in pretty good shape at 84 points. Second in the Central behind Colorado yeah, they, they just gotta, You never know. Yeah, You never know. They could just start winning games and stuff. That's yeah. gonna be very close, but no, I just got to this. I just got to the standings myself because I was curious. But uh, yeah, I can I, I understand why they made that move. I think. Yeah, but Flurry could be a good goalie for the Minnesota Wild. They it's a much better like talented team. They're more hungry, like a much younger team. They've gotten a lot of good players, especially with Kaprizov. You know that could, that could like like motivate him to just do better than when yeah. he's in Chicago. I'm telling you right now, Colorado, they're the team to beat this year. Oh, my God. They're oh, at 98 sure. right now. They're loaded. Let's yeah. See. Of course. Let's see. Flurry's record on the year. 2021 20, and 5. 293 goals against average and a 9.08 save percentage with four shutouts. Considering the dumpster fire that is Chicago, for the most part, right? They're pretty young. So, so it's pretty, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I know they, got, I know they got the the old guys on there, but and some really good young talent, but yeah, decent numbers. So, all right, sorry. Fair enough. So good deal. Went a little off track there. <laughs> <laughs> I had actually thought that Florida made more trades than I'm seeing, but I don't know. Well, no, but I, I feel like they made some some good moves for the, for them though. They can they obviously going in on it. They got like a venture who's a top four capable guy who adds size and physicality, guy who they you're gonna need. So mm -hmm. I think they're uh, yeah. um, you know. So now that the trade deadline is passed, thank God, and enough of that. Uh, we still have uh, fake LaBust on our team, which is, you know, it is what it is. The yeah, Don, and then they extended his contract, too. The, the Don, uh, Don quotes Sweenius, which I actually saw hashtag Sweenius. I'm almost convinced, Justin, that you are the Don Sweeney on Twitter. Dude, he is so obnoxious. <laughs> I cannot stand that account. I'm sorry, my man. So much. Ugh. Oh man, I, it's like so brutal. Are you kidding me? Like, I have to like avoid Twitter because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get banned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh man. God. No, I that was that was just annoying. That was, yeah. Honestly, Tyler, you pointed it out. He he got that uh, contract Hello? extension. Hello. Hello. Oh gosh, we just about? lost everyone. You lost us. We can hear you. We can hear you. Oh, that <laughs> guy. I, I, I never saw. Something happened. Not sure. So, including tonight, where the Bruins have 17 games left. Wow. Uh, Is that all? Wow. This is like a whole like a whole season this time. It's just crazy. Seeing how the schedule's moving. Yeah. It really is. Let's see. Uh, Thursday night, and then that, then we move on to the month of April, which you're playing. I think it's 14 games in 28 nights or something like that. Wow. Two, three. But I, I, I don't want to look forward yet. I want to kind of look back over the last month and a half. Um, Justin and Tyler, we both kind of, we all kind of talked about this a little bit before the show. Um, a while back, Justin, you had mentioned fool's gold. The Bruins went on a little bit of a run, and we called it fool's gold. Into the month of uh, February, I'm, you know, looking at the schedule, and I, I see a lot of one-win games. Um, barely beating teams like Montreal in overtime. Uh, there was a, a game back in February where the Bruins just barely beat out Ottawa. And, Justin, you kind of came up with the argument of uh, are they just trying to uh, – how did you word it? Just trying to kind of save themselves a little? Well, just kind of like grind it out, right? Grind I, it I, out. No. That's how you worded it. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like they knew they recognized that the schedule is really compact. I mean, they do have like some older, older guys, so um, and I think they did have like a good streak there where they put themselves in good position. So um, I think it's like some sometimes against the lesser teams, they kind of grind it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They don't, um, you know, give it their all, or whatever. But against the yeah. teams they need to, they they showcase. But tonight's apparently not not one of those nights. Tonight is no, I've seen the score. It's terrible. Well, you should have seen some of the game, Tyler. It was even worse than the score. <laughs> I've been but watching you, on my phone over here. been terrific, here. though, is McAvoy. He's been all over the ice, and he has Ooh. been throwing guys around. Wow. I think Pasta just won post-crossbar out. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, and I I understand what you're saying about them trying to ground it out, grind it out. But I mean, if we go back, um, again, I want to go back into uh, February. They just barely beat Seattle at the beginning of the month. Um, you know, lose to Pittsburgh, get smoked by Carolina, go up and you know, the can of corn, two nothing win in Ottawa, but still only two nothing. Um, then you start. There's a lot of one one goal games. There was a stretch of of games. I believe they were they gave up the game tying goal in the last like four or five minutes of the game, like three or four straight games or something ridiculous like that. They beating teams like Seattle three to two in overtime, barely making it up against uh, Ottawa the weekend before that, and then you come into March and it's the same thing with some of the other teams. You know. Uh, we mentioned Chicago not being that good. You just barely beat them four to three. Um, Columbus hasn't had a great season. You beat them five to four in a shootout. Is there something to be said for how they're playing against the competition that is, not, you know, the outside the playoff race competition? Tyler, any any thoughts about that? Um, anyone that's gonna catch up. Well, I, I don't. Well, think, no, you just um, the, just playing down to competition. Playing, you, know, you got Columbus, who's well, I believe well out of the playoff hunt, and you just barely beat yeah. them in a show a, a shootout. So, you know, honestly, the Bruins have done that for years. Like back like two years ago, when they were like on a huge winning streak, they just happened to lose to the worst team at the time, being Detroit, and it wasn't even like a close game. It was kind of like a four to one win for them. Mm-hmm. We see all that promise, and then when they just play like a bad team, like they're just worn out, or for some reason they just can't seem to get those those big wins. 
But for this year, it just happens to be against the playoff teams, like with Carolina, get swept by them, and now you know, Toronto, who you couldn't beat once, and all the games you played against them were complete blowouts. It goes to show that Boston is like not ready for the playoffs at all. And, and when we thought that they were playing well, which they were, it's nice to say that they, they played against Tampa, but with some other teams, like they just have a problem with them. You just can't see them like get like that that, that big study on them. You know, I I, I think honestly, Tyler, I think it goes kind of like two ways too, because uh, I I just say that I I also think about the fact too that like this is also a sign of a good team, right? That even though they're sometimes just going toe to toe with bad competition, they're not like overly exerting themselves against teams that they know that like you know. If they were at their best, they could totally be handily, right? And instead, they're just kind of like, okay, like, you know. Um, and if that is the case, it makes, honestly, it makes games like the game that they just played against Tampa Bay kind of concerning. Because what if Tampa Bay sees us as kind of like, a, okay, we're just going to, like, you know, take these against them or whatever. And then you, like, you know, assess ourselves and then, you know, ramp it up uh, come postseason. So. I don't know. But anyway, I think it goes two ways in that respect. So, Yeah, I, I guess it's kind of my concern is you, you, teams like Montreal, you're down, uh, you head into the third period, you give up an early goal and have to fight back, and then you beat them in overtime. Um, earlier earlier in the year, you, I believe you had a lead against Montreal with a minute or less left in the game, and you blew it. Uh, and ended up having to go to overtime and do it. So I guess playing late at the end of the game, yeah, these teams you're not that you are supposed to beat them. I just I don't know. I, it's a little concerning to me that you're giving up goals late in games um, against lesser teams. Now I hadn't quite thought about it in the terms of Tampa Bay playing down to their competition, so to speak, up against Boston, and that <laughs> makes it a little bit more concerning. <laughs> Because right. I I don't think Boston I don't think Tampa played very well against Boston last Thursday, um, and I definitely think they had a little help from the the zebras, considering Kucherov was sitting on like sitting on a park bench, basically with his legs oh, over I the know. boards. That, that that's not the hell out of me. that's not a penalty. Yes. That's a bunch of bullshit. The yeah. Swayman tripping call. Eh, Board- I was like, when does I ever really call on the goaltender nowadays? Borderline bullshit at best. And then the tripping call against Pasternak where he was skating to stop. And I believe it was Perry. As he's skating, his right leg kicks out further into where Pasternak's skates were clearly already in that space. But Pasternak got pulled, called for that. That one, I'll give you is a, an actual borderline call in my opinion. But I felt like... No, Pasta didn't do anything to trip him there. The way he skated into him is what caused him to trip. The guy had plenty of time to make a move and get out of that line, and he didn't. But the one, uh, the one against Swayman was absolute bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, I, I absolutely agree, Dave. All, uh, all those were just absolute like horseshit. Like, and I'm sorry. Like I said, um, goaltenders also like never get that. And again, Kucherov was just. Hanging, like just hanging out. He 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 interrupted the play. Yeah, because because of where he was technically. Because like it, the puck stopped right there at his legs. I was like, you kidding me? Like, what Watch, watching the broadcast on Ness and Andy Brickley was like dumbfounded. He didn't understand why that wasn't a penalty, and he was even like, yeah, you, we used to lean on the boards at the old garden, and you know sometimes it hit you, it hit you. Glove or your stick on the way out, okay, the, that is deemed to have been going out of play. But that hit down by his ankles, which are over a foot below the top of the boards. You like know? Straight, yeah, yeah, it is like really straight up. I don't know, that, it, was that was just straight up interference or too many men on the ice or delay of game. Could have been any of those calls. Yep, Back. But, yeah. but it wasn't because, of course, the zebras were on the take. It, it it made me think of the line from Casino when the guy the the three jackpots hit in a row, and and De Niro's yelling at the hillbilly, and he's like, 
you're you're either in you're either in on it or you're too stupid to realize what was going on. Either way, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I could think of at that time. I was like, seriously, That's a great line. Come That's a great on. line. Such bullshit. Don't tell. No, no. Don't tell Big me time. not all those calls were supposed to go against Boston. That's horseshit. <laughs> yeah. And then the NHL fired a guy for making a getting caught on a hot mic for saying he was making a makeup call because the other team got like four penalties. <laughs> like, ooh, oh, oh, re- yeah, remember that yeah, last yeah, yeah. year? I I remember that. Yeah, it was like a Nashville game. It was <sighs> it was wicked funny. I was just like. Yeah, so that bullshit goes on all the time. Yeah, it happens you know all the does. time, and he just caught caught on a hot mic saying it. Yeah, like, exactly. Seriously. Oh man, that was tough. But you know. So on a on a concern level about playing down to the competition, Justin, is it safe to say that you're not overly concerned? Like yeah, yeah, I'm not overly concerned, Dave, for sure. Because I cause it, it, and like I will say, like like. They're technically like a good team, right? They are, uh, and I, I I think this trade deadline has like just been so important for them, um, and just kind of like the pieces have come together to fit really well. So I yeah I I, I think they're a really good team. So uh, that's why uh, just another reason why I'm tempted to say yeah I'm not too worried about that, but. Again, the playoffs is still uh, still a different animal. Do I think they're going to beat Florida, Tampa, or uh, Carolina if they play them in the first round? No, absolutely not. But now you're in a position where you put, could potentially avoid those teams for later rounds. Yeah. Tyler, you're not overly concerned either? Uh, for the Bruins, um, I don't think that they're going to make it far in the playoffs like it's this is these teams in the Eastern Conference are just so much better. Like one of them, the the the, the, the you see the standings like most of the teams that are like in the first place are mostly just Eastern teams. If you look at the wild card, we're in the wild card position, but we're ninth in the top ten. That just shows how good are all the teams and the Eastern Conference really are. Okay. Um, you know, speaking of playoffs, and you, Tyler, you just said you don't think that they're going to go uh, very deep. They are seventh out of no. eighth. Seventh in the in the East, by the way. Um, yeah. And, and there are a ton of good teams in the East, actually. The, the oh, East yeah. Is like, especially the Atlantic. It's pretty loaded. Let's see. Yeah. From third in the East down to eighth in the East is divided is – Six points. Yep. Yeah, so definitely definitely tight. Obviously, you know, it's the two wild card teams are the ones that are going to worry about playing different divisions, and you're going to play that, uh, what's it, the, the two three seeds play each other, and then the ones play the wild card, the highest wild card plays the, uh, the, the, the lowest wild card plays the highest number one seed. So, uh, as yes. of right now, if it was, if the playoffs was to start today, um, Boston would get probably effed right out of the playoffs. Depending on how they're playing right now, it's obvious. They'd be going up against Florida, who I believe is supposed to get Aaron Eckblatt back sometime in the first round. Uh, added that to the moves that they made at the deadline. Well, why, why, why is he out again? Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I just read something about it earlier when I was trying to get some. I just kind of glazed over it. Oh! But, Sorry. But I believe he's been out for a little bit, and he's supposed to get back. Now i got to go look it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries, because I, I totally had no idea he was even. Let's see. Where did I see that? Someone's laughing in the background. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I just did something super stupid, so I'm getting laughed at. Rightfully nice. so. Laughed at, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, I, I can't find it right this second, but I did see that he was out until the playoffs. Because so. they, they're going to need him if you know, they want to make a run. Yeah. Oh, I get oh. it. 
So, uh, so if the Bruins were to if the playoffs were to start today, the Bruins would go into a seven-game series against the Florida Panthers, and wow. it would be Tampa, Toronto, and then Washington Good. would be playing versus the number one seed Carolina. And Pittsburgh would play the Rangers. So those would be some really good and very interesting playoff series. For sure, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like the only way we have to face Toronto again. That's the only way. That's it's the only way the Bruins are getting out yeah, of the we'll first round, them. in my opinion. They can't play good in the playoffs. Whether it's Toronto's the higher seed or not, it's going to be a seven-game series where – I just see Toronto choking. I mean, after what happened to them last year in Montreal versus Montreal in the playoffs. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. It, like, if anyone has any faith that they're getting out of the first round ever, it's just, like, they're on crack. Um, <laughs> right. Who would Florida, who's Florida going to face? Florida would face us right now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, for the, yeah, they face us. Because we're the we're the number one wild card, and they are the number two seed in the East, technically. Ah, yikes! So Carolina would face Washington. Yep. Yeah. Which would be a pretty good series, I think. So, uh, like, you know, it's nice because, like, the, if base, yeah, the only series in that scenario I don't like is Boston, Florida, because I think Boston will lose. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I agree. So that's that. That's tough. Um, damn. Uh, but I will say, I will say that the Lindholm makes a big difference on that back end. He does. You're absolutely. He does. Right. Yeah. He does. He does, gentlemen. I'm sorry. Like he, like I know. I don't know if you guys had had um, again had this. Remember seeing, but. He just made a beautiful pass in his first game with the Bruins. Yep. In, uh, in Tampa. Beautiful, just off the boards, indirect pass to Posnock. And he had to put it right on the money in order to get it to him. And well, no, that, he... that wasn't Lindholm. I'm pretty sure that was. Wasn't no, that one? Like he got, he, Lind- he got Lindholm it. had this, the slick little uh, shake and bake move with the backhand pass to, I think it was Halla, who had that slick pass up the boards. Okay, so maybe he started to play, but you wait. He okay, did, so yeah, and it was it was it was a nice pass. It just he was the the prime he was the secondary assist. I believe Hollow was the primary. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. So then my bad then. But like either way, he's he. Outside of that, there's been numerous times where he just has excellent first pass through the neutral zone, and like again, just the way he plays. He's not a physical guy in in the defensive end, but he uses his body well, which is more than can be said for like guys like say Mike Mike Riley who. It has the size, but doesn't use it. So, yeah, isn't he currently a healthy scratch? Uh, I believe so. And I, I, I believe I believe been. Clifton's getting the call over Mike Riley right now. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen him. So, yeah, good job, good signing, good trade sign last year, Don Sweeney. Yeah, right, dude. <laughs> That's like Christ. You know, it, it's it's funny. People look at me funny when I when I say I think Don Sweeney still needs to get fired even after this trade deadline. But you still have basically the same. He finally fixed defense. What six years into his tenure, and you, well, you're still waiting on on scoring that you've been waiting for for almost ten years. So so it it that's it that's my whole thing, Dave. It's like it's like. I have two arguments when people say like, well, I'm just like, well, first of all, like, um, what I look at, like, well, what, what could he have uh, done instead? Right. I looked at all the moves that were on the table, all the moves that like were affordable that could, he probably could have been made that could have helped them in so much better ways. Than they than like than the moves that he has done now, right? And it's not like they were again. Oh wow! Sorry, Taylor Hodges scored. Um, What's that make it six four? Six four. Oh, here it With is. Two twenty two uh, left. I would love to see the. Wait, loose. really? It's good. Wow. It's almost like it's game seven already. Oh wait. <laughs> oh wait. Oh, oh wait. No. You said you take it back. Well, because now the refs are shooting the shit about it, so they're probably going to not give them oh, a goal, fuck. and it's not on the board. Uh, uh, never mind. I haven't even caught up to Today you on that one soon. yet. 
We, oh, wait, there's a ref in the back waving it off because I just saw it happen. So you're like 30 seconds or so ahead of me. Oh, I, oh they call it goaltender interference. What the fuck? How, I, is it, how was that goaltender interference? Because his skate it went into his right pad, I guess. Uh, refs as usual. Refs as usual. Was the puck in the, in the blue paint? I guess I guess like Wait, his no. skate hit his pads when the puck was still in the blue paint. But it was still going right through him. No, no, no. If anything, that was that would helped the goaltender try and close his leg back leg on that. That can't be goaltender interference. That's some horse shit. That's, that's, so, that's oh my god. What? Are, are you no. fucking kidding me? The paint. Cut the shit. If anything, based on the game we saw last Thursday, that should have been fucking tripping on the goaltender. Jesus. Right? <laughs> Taylor Hall's like, trade me back to fucking Edmonton if this shit's going to be happening. Goals under review. No, he only has here. Oh, you got to be shitting me if they call that for it. You fucking uh, kidding me. Oh, my God. So These refs. Oh, my God. The NHL sucks. I can't. I, dude, yep. just don't do anything. Just quite honestly, just don't do anything. Like, just, don't, just stop guys if they're killing each other with, like, illegal hits. Just, that pu- that puck was do. going through no matter what happened there. It, it doesn't even look like you barely tapped him. Wow. That is some crazy. Grade one horse shit. If I he didn't even hit the pad, he hit more. Did he hit more stick? No, I think I think he hit. I think he hit mostly the pad. He. Oh my god, he barely tapped that pad. Oh, why are you seeing this? If if anything, if anything, he makes his foot go more towards where the puck is to give him more of a shot to fucking stop the puck. I like. Yeah, that's that's. Dude, that's ridiculous. That's oh ridiculous. Oh my god, don't you? Oh god. That blows my mind. That oh. absolutely blows <laughs> my mind. That absolutely wow. blows. This is horseshit. God. Is it official? Because you're ahead of me. Ah, oh, they're sitting on their asses about it. They're oh. sitting on their asses about it. Oh, they keep rewinding and rewinding. They're looking at it from the angle, like from the back angle, so. Hey, Yo, if st- Taylor st- Hall is coming towards us, that's the angle they're looking at it. All right. I'm still seeing the, the top view in the, the little screen on their iPad or whatever it is. This is so BS. Why are you elongating a game for this? Oh, my this God. This is not – that's not goaltender interference. Uh, I told my mom I was reffing an NHL game today, and I was going to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh here we go. fuck. Yes! They gave it to him? Yes! Yes! Thank oh. you for once. Finally, common for sense once. prevails. Oh, my God. Oh, my good God. Oh, what are you mouthing <laughs> out about? Now, who's 19 for the... Uh, for, um... Is that Morgan Riley? No, I thought Morgan Riley was 44. Okay. God, what Maple Leafs mouthing off about? Oh, here it comes. 222, down by two? Come on now. We've seen this scenario before, haven't we, folks? Uh, yeah, we have seen this. We have. <laughs> All of a sudden, this game's going to turn into a friggin'. <laughs> this podcast's going to turn into a live game here. <laughs> Yo, I'm digging this up. <laughs> Oh. Uh, so Tyler, realistically, if the Bruins don't play um, Toronto in the playoffs, your thoughts? How far do they make it? They're not making it past the first round. They can never do it. I won't be surprised if they can do it now. They just have a curse on them, and it's probably going to last for a while. I'd be shocked if they made it to the second round. But if they do, they're not winning the cup anytime soon. And, and Justin, I, 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 I know where you stand on that uh, that question. So my question to you is, 
and all joking aside, all being real serious on this question here is uh, how quickly do you fire Don Sweeney after they get bounced in the first round of the playoffs? Immediately. Absolutely immediately. In fact, your search for a GM should have already started. Should have already started. And you should be looking to get some new scouts. You should be looking to get a new GM. And perhaps look at Cassidy and see if you want to move on from him there. And again, not not, not because like 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 I hate the guy. No. Quite frankly. You know, J- it's, it's Jimmy's because... more against Jimmy's been more against Cassidy than you by far. Yeah, um, I, I I think he's made some boneheaded decisions. But new sure. new GM, new but coach. It's gonna happen. Everything. I think top down. Yeah. Quite frankly. Yeah. And, and and honestly, like if I was J- if I was Jacobs Get rid of freaking Neely as well. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I, I like like and let's get some non Bruins people in here, right? Let's can, get some not Bruins people, hockey people. Can can we can we get a non player GM? I think my biggest issue with Don Sweeney, other than the fact that he only seems to go for defensemen and he only seems to shop in New England, like he he's a player's GM. You know what I mean? Like, nope. I know exactly. He, what he's mean. thinking as a player, and not as the business. Uh, not thinking about the business end on it. That's why we've had so many shitty contracts. Well, like, you know it, 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 exactly. And um, but I, I quite honestly, Dave, I'm one of those people. Like, I don't care how you do it, right? I don't care if you like you're like a non-player, player, whatever. Just like have like like recognize what the model is for a Stanley Cup contending team. And get people, scouts, right? And don't select players from one central area. And just, like, get scouts and, like, a team that's, like, on board with your plan to build this team and with how to do it properly and at the right times. It's a lot of work. It obviously takes a lot of effort. Um, and not all teams can do it, clearly. Uh, but Tampa's got a system, right? Mm-hmm. They're kind of like the model. Um Quite frankly, I think Anaheim has a system. I think they're they're doing something over there. Uh, so you just you gotta get on board with that, right? And Don Sweeney's just not. I don't know if he's just a dumbass. I don't know if he's under pressure from. He is. You've seen what he's done. You know, and like yeah, and I don't think any of these <laughs> things exempt him. Like I'm like, okay, great, you got Lindholm. Why couldn't have used you when uh, Bergeron was more was, in, uh, was more in his prime? Oh hey, you're looking for a winger. Why couldn't you have signed Brandon Saad instead of Nick Felino? Goddamn Felino. Why'd you have to sign Jai Moore? Like, why'd you, like, you know what I mean? So, this, I don't know. Was, was, he wasn't Bacchus, but he was Boleski or no? Mm-hmm. He was also blessed. No, he was he was David Bacchus. He was Bacchus as well. So, yep. I mean, terrible length on that contract. Horrible. If you had given him one or two years at that price, fine. I would have been okay with that. But he gave him more like five years at almost $6 million. Well, wait. I, correct me if I'm wrong, Dave. He may have already done this. David Backus was how old when uh, the Bruins initially signed him? 30, 31? Yeah, he was probably 31. Old. Okay, old. They signed him for six years. Nick Felino's 33. They signed him for what? Two or three? I think two. Maybe three. Two? I don't know off the top of my head. Same, same thing, just ha- half the term because he's a little older. Yep. Same damn thing. Guess what he's doing? Thing on your goddamn fourth line. Yep. Again, Brandon yeah. Sods lighting it up in goals. Like he had a nasty goal the other night. You could have had him. You could have had him. You could have had real cheap goaltending and picked somebody up at the trade deadline. Brendan Dillon. Another name right there. Nope. Like you know yeah, I mean? he would have been a good defenseman to have all year. They go. I mean, granted, yep. I, I'll admit he's a little older and not as good as uh, Parlin Tom. I mean, excuse me, uh, Hamilton, <laughs> yeah, not Parlin Hill. No, <laughs> wrong Lindholm. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, it, like, he, but he would have, I think, done well with McAvoy. You know what I mean? Like, it, these are all things that people just suddenly overlook. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know. It's crazy. I don't know. It's just, yeah. I, I just feel like for the last 10 years, whether it was Shirelli or Sweeney, we've been talking about the same thing. Small, small defense, not enough t- talent up front. I will say Cassidy does have to take some blame 
for sticking with that um, Marshawn Pasternak Bergeron line for so long. You should have fucking broke that up when you had no scoring. Should have been broken up. I will say um, the Jake DeBrusque situation, the reason I will continuously call him fake LeBust is last year he couldn't play right wing up on that top line. Now all of a sudden he can play right wing up on that top line. Like They went into last year telling him to practice right wing so that he had the opportunity to play up there and he wanted to play left wing. So earlier in the show, Justin, I believe you said, you know, why does he play good sometimes and then like caca the other times, you know, like, or how how can he look so good and then all of a sudden just disappear? And it's like same thing for me with him playing right wing. Last year he couldn't play worth a shit over there. Now all of a sudden because he wants to get traded out of town, he's, you know, got some, some giddy up in his step all of a sudden. And he could, he's been playing pretty well over there for the most part. Oh, Dave, I, I'm yeah. so happy that you brought this uh, up again about Jake DeBrusque. I mean, I, I I hate that guy. And if, like, people don't see why he's a massive bitch, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, dude, you know, you you uh, suddenly collapse. Your career suddenly collapses after, like, your first season or two. Uh, it, it, you, you start demanding trades, saying you're not being put in the best position to succeed. No one wants you at the trade deadline, and – they most likely signed you to that deal because they figured, well, sign you now before you become a restricted free agent and all this other stuff um, and see if you're more attractive to other teams. No one wants you because they know you suck, right? You're being given another opportunity to, go to play in line with Bergeron and Marshan, and you do what you usually do. You pop for a little bit, and then you disappear. And granted, he scored the goal tonight, but, dude, you suck. Like, you absolutely <laughs> suck. And, like, I cannot stand him. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, we need to get him off the team, like, as soon as possible. It just sucks we have to sign him again. We just have to deal with him more. It's just it's just damn shame. I'm, I'm so done with him. Tyler, We've given him so many chances to improve, and do he you, just has not, not done it at all. Tyler, do you think he, he had a higher trade value at the trade deadline this year or if he'll, he'll have a higher trade value at the draft this year? Probably at the draft. Yeah, say like um, say he stays even keel, like what we've seen over the last two, two and a half months from him. Um, you know, pretty pretty decent, a couple lulls. Do do you think how high do you think his drafts his stock rises? What what do you think? You know, I know that none of us are actual GMs, but what do you think you could get for Jake DeBrusque at the draft this year? Probably just a draft pick, to be honest. That's how high he is. How bad he's played. Um, maybe how, like a middle player. Maybe, what round? Like maybe a first what, rounder. What round? Maybe what round, round draft rounder. pick do you think you could get for Jake DeBrusque at the draft this year? Definitely a first or second draft uh, draft pick. Okay. Round draft pick. Yeah. Um, or a third and a player. What are you saying? Maybe a third and a player, yeah, okay. that we could get. Just I heard you say something about and a player, so I was just curious. I want to make sure. Yeah, and if it is going to be like a first-round draft pick, it might be in the later stages or probably even sooner. Trade him to Tampa for the, <laughs> for the number 32 pick because they win the cup again. I <laughs> know. <laughs> so a first for Jake DeBrusque? Yeah, well, well, I was just asking Tyler, and I know that you uh, had something going on back there. Um, say Jake just stays where he is right now, just even keel where he is, played pretty well over the last two months, continues that into the playoffs, gives you a little bit in the playoffs, you know, same same thing. You get a little something here and there, seems a little hot, but never really cools off. Um, what, do you, what do you think? His trade value was better? At the trade deadline, or if it's going to be better at the um, the draft, and if it's at the draft, what do you think you could get for him at the draft? Uh, no, I feel like Jake DeBrusque is more of a trade deadline acquisition because he's a guy with short term and someone who you can kind of take a take a chance on, and who a team that's maybe really close. They say, okay, we can sign up as a, kind of like a depth piece, see what he uh, see what he brings to the table. Uh, but with that being said, I can't see any team offering anything more than like a second-round pick at most for him. Um, and with that being said, I think you're either going to get 
a comparable player. So maybe a player that's in the same spot, right? A player that's like underproducing. He's like, you know, had his ups and downs. He's really inconsistent. He's kind of meh. But maybe a change of scenery may do him good. So you may you may get a comparable player like that. But I think right now his value is just super low. It's super low. Yeah. And, he's, and he's going through another low right now. And I'm just like, dude, I mean, a little bit more appealing with that contract, but I don't know. Yeah, I think if you get yeah. if you get a second round pick for DeBrusque, then you've made a good deal because I don't really think he's worth it at this point, even though he was a number one draft pick um, who did score, what, 30 goals or close to 30 goals one year. You now have – only one left of that first round draft pick. He, 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 he sniffed that thirty goal mark what his rookie year and that was it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that yeah. was it. Great great draft in Sweeney. Either way, whatever whatever you get for uh Jake DeBrusque, I don't want Don Sweeney making the trade. I mean that yeah, that's the thing. I don't want him making the trade either. And I think he's up this year, so this, this was his contract, yeah. So I mean, I, I'm kind of with you. They don't make uh, make it out of the first round. You fire his ass immediately. Uh, if they make it to the second round and then get bounced, you fire his ass immediately. The only way you extend this prick and you only do it year to year is if they actually win the cup. Exactly. And I exactly. Would, and I would only give him a year at a time with op- team options from there because he has left the he has left the development of this team. Borderline and ruins. You got like two good players up in the system right now um, that we know of. Really, Lysel and Beecher are really the only two ones you hear good things about. He just signed a couple of kids off the street out of out of college, right to to Providence. He's looking at some more. Like your farm system's a joke. If, yeah, I think I think it was still ranked twenty seventh. Yeah, and it, Maybe it, I'm wrong it moved that. up Maybe. a slot, I think, right? It, yeah, it got better like by one slot or some bullshit. Nice kitty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, just, he's just passing by. He's letting, he's letting me know that he's above me. There you go. Because, you know, so. Uh, but, yeah, no, no. I mean, that, that that's the reality, Dave, is, is you know, he's, he's screwed through the draft. All we have is Mason Loray and, and Lysel. And, Loray, that's the other one. Yep, yep. And, you know, it's just – it's like, dude, you know, you kind of like screw this for the now. And, and like, even if you want, again, I've, I've always been saying, like, if you want to win now, fine, but do it the right way, right? And don't be like a dumbass about it. And he's been a dumbass about it. So, yeah, don't mortgage the future. Don't bring back your old broken goaltender. Yeah, or, or, or no when to like mortgage the future, right? Like, like uh, for example, I, I, I think I said this to um, another friend of mine. This part, uh, this uh, Hampus Lindholm trade, right? I would have rather you have traded for Ryan McDonough back when he was available than traded for uh, Hampus Lindholm now. Because Ryan McDonough, and I'm sorry, like I know he kind of got blown by on a goal later night, but I love that guy, and he's who you should have gone for and, and, at that time. And at that time, they were in on him. They were in on him. It's the old, it's the old Harry Sinden. Just make make sure everybody thinks you're in on him. Don't necessarily have to pull the trigger as long as everybody thinks you're in on these guys. Exactly. Now that, that was always mm-hmm. a thing back then. Um, yeah. So uh, th- this uh, this trade deadline has essentially has been a keep a brother baby for Don Sweeney. <laughs> like seriously, let, let, yeah. let, let's say that that's what he's trying for. Although. He definitely screwed the pooch on that because he, he didn't have enough assets to give you some more scoring, which you've been desperately needing for years. Uh, this guy's whole GM career is based off three trades. The one that brought you Charlie Coyle, the one that brought you Taylor Hall, and now the one that brought you Hampus Lindholm. The, that's the three most defining moments in his GM career. Um, unless you want to add in the uh, the Nash trade, which didn't quite pan out and I won't give him I won't give him too many strikes on that one but should have done a little more medical history on that guy I'm sorry dude I'm sorry if anyone tries to shove like a good free agent signing down my throat 
that is either a third liner or like a bottom pairing defenseman, like go screw seriously. Like that, that's wonderful. You signed an average dude. Wonderful. Wonderful. That's great. We need more like, like talent here, not average dudes. So like, you know, and, and so if anyone tries to do that, like, like people freaking out about this holler thing, I'm like, but he's not like, yeah, I know he's just, he's clearly not a, a second line center. Hollow is not eye. a second line center. He's hot right now. He's in the right place at the right time. Eventually. And, and he's reliable. And I go, I'll give him that. He's reliable. Uh, right. Eventually he's probably going to flame out a little bit. I, I think. You know, I don't. I don't think he's going to maintain the head of steam he has right now. But if I think if he can maintain seventy percent of what he's given you, then that's a solid line you got right there. I agree, and I feel like that's honestly been his main job, right? It's just listen, Keep play it. defense for your wingers because they can't, <laughs> and like, <laughs> right, and, and, and especially just, not your right winger. <laughs> ex- ex- exactly, and just you know, win puck battles for them. And get it to Hall so he can get it to Pasnock, and mm-hmm. there you go. All right, that's about all I got. Tyler, you got any closing thoughts? No, uh, just the playoffs, playoffs are soon. I'm excited. Excited to see it again. All right, uh, Justin, any closing thoughts? Uh, it's it's great to talk to you, you guys as always. Uh, as always, always talk to you guys. Um, so. Great seeing you guys, and uh, go bees, and uh, hashtag fire Don Sweeney. Hashtag fire Don Sweeney. All right. Hashtag uh, fire Don Sweeney. That's going to do it for us here at the Boston Bee Party. I'm David Rodriguez, Tyler Scales, Justin Ventola. Thank you very much for joining me, and thank you all for listening. We will talk to you hopefully next week. That's good, Jesus. See you. Number 47 for Boston. Both guys, five minutes each for fighting! Yeah.